And so with those words ringing in our ears, these words about our ministry of reconciliation, let us turn to Mark's Gospel and hear this story that is familiar to so many of us. We are in Mark 6, beginning at verse 30. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in a boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them, and they hurried there on foot from all the towns and arrived ahead of them. And as Jesus went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. When it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place, and the hour is now very late. Send them away so that they may go into the surrounding country and villages and buy something for themselves to eat. But Jesus answered them, You give them something to eat. And they said to him, Are we to go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves have you? Go and see. When they had found out, they said, Five and two fish. Then he ordered them to get all the people to sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups of hundreds and of fifties, taking the five loaves and the two fish, He looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave them to his disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all. And all ate and were filled. And they took up twelve baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish. Those who had eaten the loaves numbered five thousand men. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Let us pray. O Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable unto you, O God, our Rock and Redeemer. Amen. Some years ago, I was um, preparing to do communion in a Christmas Eve service, and this was a service that was designed for children and their families. And so, um, because there was some concern about um, too many crumbs being on the floor and that kind of thing, uh, we chose to use wafers, the little posts, um, instead of using bread. And we thought that that would be um, easier, perhaps, for little fingers. So... Um, there were, um, I think, four teams of two spread out um, sharing communion and serving communion. And um, my partner and I, as we came to the, um, close to the end, you know, um, we got to looking in my plate where I had those hosts, and they were disappearing really fast. And um, we got concerned, wondering if we would have enough. And, and so we were kind of looking over at the, at the other, you know, serving pairs, and we realized that they were getting really low as well. 
Um, and so the last person came up to receive communion, and we all served each other, and we had two toasts left. And I remember my serving partner, she looked at me and she goes, that's low beneficial. It's interesting to consider um, stories like this in light of the story that we have just heard. Um, This is one of those stories that is uh, known by many in the culture, whether or not they are church folk. They know some element of this story. And what we are often drawn to is the miraculous multiplication of five loaves of bread and two fish and that 5,000 men, and then there were women and children there too, but the gospel writer didn't choose to include them. Um, They are all served and they are all filled. And so we get drawn to the miracle in this story. But several times in the Gospels, Jesus talks about this um, proclivity that we humans have for being drawn to miracles, okay? They wow us. They, um, you know, we, we think, how can we not believe in Jesus Christ when he did all these miracles? But Jesus, in several places in the Gospels, tells us the miracles aren't the point, The miracles get our attention. But what Jesus wants to draw our attention to is even deeper than that. It's to bring us into being able to see God's kingdom among us and to see God's work among us, even though the world has a different way of doing things and seeing. And so what I would like for us to do is is to take a look at the disciples in this story. So they they have come back to Jesus. They've been out doing the work that they have been commissioned to do. And so they come to Jesus and they are excited about everything that they've been doing, but they're also really, really tired and they haven't had time to eat. And so Jesus calls them away to take a little R and R. But then the surrounding villagers hear that they are there and they want perhaps to see a miracle, perhaps to hear some good teaching, perhaps to find some kind of answer to the ache that is at the pit of their souls and their being. Whatever the reasons were, they begin to flock. And so the day goes on, Jesus begins to teach and he begins to heal and the day gets late and nobody's had anything to eat yet. And so the disciples speak a common sense word. Well, let's, let's send the people away, let's let them go so they can go find themselves something to eat. And Jesus says, you feed them. What? You want us to what? And Jesus says, what do you have? And so they check. And they've got five loaves of bread and two fish. 
which obviously isn't enough. But Jesus then begins to divide it, and they begin to serve people, and then they realize they've got enough to serve more people, and they've got enough to serve more people, and they've got enough to serve more people, and everyone is killed. What's so interesting to me about the disciples' behavior here is that they have been following Jesus and they have been commissioned by Jesus to do the work that he does and they have been doing this work, but when he tells them to feed the crowds, they still don't have a sense that they are able to do this. They balk at doing the work of reconciliation. They balk at living out of a sense of abundance that God is going to make sure that everyone is fed. They look at their pitiful little bit of supplies and they see that it's obviously not enough. But our God is not a God of not enough. Our God is a God that can take the little bit that we have and multiply it so that we can live ever more fully into the ministry that we have been called into. As humans, in many regards, we realize our own finiteness in heartbreaking ways. And God continually is calling to us and saying, I can make up what you lack. I don't have those issues of finiteness. And I love you beyond measure. I can take what you have and I can make it abundant. And it's interesting to think of what we do here at this table on the first Sunday of every month. We partake in communion, a sacrament. We take a little bit of bread and we take a little bit of juice. And God's grace comes to us abundantly. As United Methodists, our belief in what happens at the table is that we will receive grace. And we don't have to eat the whole loaf of bread, and we don't have to drink the whole jug of juice to get it. Right? God will come to us and meet us here at this table. And what happens at this table is astonishing that in coming forward and in taking that little bit of bread and that little bit of juice, we find that we are reconciled to God and that we are reconciled to each other and that we are reconciled to the world through this one simple little practice. Let that sink in for a minute. When we come to the table, 
For some of us, this is something that's rote. For some of us, this is something that we would rather not do for one reason or the other. But when we come to the table bringing all of that stuff with us, God meets us here and says, in this little bit, I will make much. And my grace will wash over you. And in that moment, we are all reconciled. Isn't that so, Jesus? Here, at this table, in this one simple place,